You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. On today's show, we're going to recap the Royals weekend against the Milwaukee Brewers and preview the start of the final regular season of baseball starting tonight against the St. Louis Cardinals and also dive into some interesting news that came out of Detroit regarding the Royals and the Tigers and what all it could mean for the future of Kansas City. But we start with the weekend that was, and on Friday, Kansas City lost 9-5. to Danny Duffy goes out there after missing his previously scheduled start due to some off-the-field issues. He goes out there, goes over three innings of seven-hit baseball, six runs given up, five strikeouts, two walks, two homers given up. He can't even go a full four innings in this game, and he gets absolutely shelled by a Brewers lineup that's good but not great. And and, and once again, it just shows with the amount of assets you have really utilized in the draft and tried to put into starting pitching, Danny Duffy falls further and further and further behind with starts like these. Look, his best position, his best uh, his, his best ability to contribute to the Royals is in the bullpen. And we saw that when this team was successful. It was with him in the bullpen. And when you have Brady Singer, when you have Chris Bubich, when you call up Daniel Lynch eventually, whenever you call up Asa Lacey eventually, you have Brad Keller you're running out of room for Danny Duffy and starts like Friday night don't don't make you see a pathway for him to be in this rotation the next time Kansas City wants to compete, the next time Kansas City wants to hoist that World Series trophy. Danny Duffy gets further and further behind. He hasn't really shown you that he can be anything other than a fifth starter or a really good bullpen arm, and I'd rather have a really good left-handed bullpen arm. I, I, would, I would hope that when this team wants to truly talk about winning, and they mean it whenever they say that, that Matheny puts Duffy in the bullpen, because whenever he's able to go out there and go all out for one inning, he's a, he's a very good bullpen arm. Duffy is. Not a very good starter. For this year, trying your best to eat up innings, trying your best to, you know, get over the the hump and really just get through this 60-game season, it's fine to have him as as your starting pitcher. But moving forward, as we start talking about this team trying to compete a couple years down the line here, starts like Friday night is kind of why Duffy is not in my personal rotation whenever you're starting to forecast the future and getting asked questions about the future of this team and where the direction is going. I think it's pretty evident with the amount of, of assets you spent in the draft, Duffy's not a part of that rotation. Still might be a part of the team, not a part of the rotation. Jacob Newberry comes in, gives up three more runs. Scott Blewett makes his MLB debut at 24 years old. He goes two innings of three-hit baseball with two strikeouts and no runs given up. Nice little debut from Scott Blewett, who's been on the uh, 
who's been on the taxi squad this season, uh, finally gets his big league debut this weekend. Nice to see that from him. Uh, Josh Stomont goes out there in one inning, gives up the one hit, two walks, and then two strikeouts with no runs given up, able to work himself in and out of a jam. I really like what we've seen from Josh Stomont this year. As you all know, he is someone that I'm projecting as we talk about the future and talk about what this roster could look like. The same way I'm projecting Danny Duffy not to be in the rotation, I'm projecting Josh Stomont to be your eighth or ninth inning guy. And, and I I struggle to say closer because I don't I don't really agree with the whole principle of a closer. I believe in the high leverage guy. So he might not come in the in the ninth inning. He might not get you the save stat, but Stomont will be your lights out guy whenever you need to stop the bleeding and you need to get over in in a crucial point of that game. He's going to be your high leverage guy. I really think that he is. I think he's going to be a lights out guy in the back end of your bullpen. Josh Stomont will. And working himself into a jam is something he'll have to avoid, but at least he was able to get out of it. At least he was able to to overcome that a little bit. Mondesi and Witt get two hits each, and then Salvador Perez continues to be just red hot this season. Four for five with the home run on Friday. Salvador Perez, you know, if he could have stayed healthy, both with COVID and with just baseball injuries, he could have had a phenomenal year this year. He's already on pace to have a phenomenal year this year. It's just a shame that, of course, the injury bug got him again. And we'll see what, what can happen next year for Salvador Perez. But this year is very encouraging to see from Perez at the plate. And then you move over to Saturday's game. The Royals lose 5 to nothing. But I think you got the best Chris Bubich you've gotten all season long. I really do. I think that Chris Bubich going five and a third innings. He goes out there, one hit, one run that was not earned. Four walks and seven strikeouts. He was wheeling and dealing. I really like the Chris Bubich we've gotten. And late in this season, you've let, you've let these rookies really work through some things all year long. And at the end of the year, you're starting to see the fruits of your labor. You're starting to see the best of Brady Singer. You're starting to see the best of Chris Bubich. You're starting to see the best of Raul Montesi at the plate to where these young guys are getting momentum heading into the off season. Now you hope that they can continue this into their summer programs and continue this into their uh, winter programs, I should say, and then return back for spring training ready to go and, and really have a start to finish year the way that all these guys have closed the year. Uh, but that is to be determined, but it's good sign to see that you're getting the best of Chris Bubich. You're getting the best of Brady Singer and even beyond pitching, you're getting the best of Mondesi at the end of the season. Uh, so that that's really encouraging. Jesse Hahn is someone who I've liked for a long time. He continues to be a nice little bullpen arm. I don't think that he's going to be some back end of your bullpen talent, but I think that he could be your middle relief guy uh, on a competitive team, whether that's in Kansas City or somewhere else. Uh, you can't really be upset about a guy like Jesse Hahn if he's on your team or not. I don't think that he really uh, is a huge difference maker, but he's a nice little piece to have, and he had another good outing, uh, you know, one and two-thirds innings with no runs given up. Scott uh, Barlow was atrocious in this game on Saturday. In one inning of work, he got rocked for four runs. That's going to happen with Scott Barlow. I think that Scott Barlow can be a nice seven-inning guy, uh, but he's going to have nights like this. He's going to have nights where he just gets rocked and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, he had a couple bad nights to start the year, a couple bad nights, uh, you know, that bad night on Saturday. But overall, he's been a nice pitcher for Kansas City. And then for your lineup, they were just abysmal. Anytime you get shut out, they're abysmal, but it was especially bad on Saturday night when Perez, Dozier, Franco, and, and Lopez were the only people to collect hits and they each got one uh, to their name. And then on Sunday, the Royals complete the uh, getting swept by Brewers series with a loss 5-3, to three, but it did feature a Salvador Perez moonshot. He went 1-4 for four in that game with that two-run home run in the ninth inning to give him that one hit. 
Uh, Whit Mayerford gets two hits on that game. And then we got our first Brad Keller bad outing. I mean, I think that that was safe to say that's really the first time Brad Keller has looked bad uh, this season, which how many starts in is this? I mean, that's pretty good to have just one bad inning, one bad outing all season long. Even in a 60-game season, one bad outing is not too bad. Uh, He goes out there, five innings, five runs given up, three walks, four strikeouts, two homers. I'm still confident in Brad Keller. One start does not change that for me. You know, he's proven a lot to me this season. I know a lot of you were already on board with Brad Keller after what you saw from him last season. But for me this season, he's kind of proven, okay, yes, you did draft a ton. You drafted, you know, Coward and Lynch and Singer and Bubich and Lacey. And you drafted a ton of guys. Austin Cox, I think, is is another name that people are really high on. You've drafted a ton of pitchers. But to me, Brad Keller is going to be in that rotation. He's going to be in that mix of guys you want to build around. He's not going to be the ace, but he's going to be an, a solid four or five guy. And if Brad Keller's your four or five, you have a pretty good rotation. So I'm not going to let that one start on Sunday change my mind on that. And it was actually encouraging that that was the only bad start that just comes to mind from his season. He's had a really good season so far this year. Kyle Zimmer has a perfect one inning of work. He stays looking electric, Kyle Zimmer does. And unlike any of the older prospects the Rose keep trotting out there, I'm really impressed with Kyle Zimmer, who they keep trotting out there because he's actually performing and his performance is sustainable. You have more options in your bullpen. You have more seats to fill in that bullpen. And Kyle Zimmer, even at his age, if he can continue to pitch like this, he can take up one of those seats without question. Tyler Zuber goes one inning, two strikeouts, and two walks with no runs given up. Another guy that kind of gets himself into trouble and and most of the time can get out of it, but you've seen him struggle a bit as a young player. I still really like Tyler Zuber and his potential to be a 7-8-9 guy for Kansas City. Greg Holland goes out there, one inning of work, one hit, one strikeout, clean final inning for Greg Holland. We all know the deal with Greg Holland. And you should all know the deal with Indeed. Can the Guinness Book of World Records give 2020 the world's greatest delay of game? Even though sports had a break, your business did not. You have to keep moving, and that just makes the hiring process even more important. Indeed is there to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gives you the best people, and they give them to you fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hires. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more qualified candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed.com for a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash MLB. This is the best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash MLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. I also want to tell you about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and get $10 off that next order. With six new amazing flavors, Camo Brownie, 
cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Built Bar has a new design, a new recipe, and everything you need in a protein bar. It's soft and easy to chew. 100% real chocolate on the outside. It's a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Great for pre-workout, great for post-workout, and even great as a meal replacement. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious person losing or maintaining weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-fiber, and high-protein. Great for the keto diet. My personal favorite is the banana nut bread option. So go over to BuiltBar.com right now. Use promo code LOCKEDON. Save $10 off your next order, and you can get yourself a cooler while supplies last. Once again, that's BuiltBar.com. Promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off of your next order. You're going to want to get your hands on some Built Bars, the best protein bar out there, and the only protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. So I wanted to dive into this Detroit Tigers story. Ron Gardenhire is retiring, and I hope that all is well with him dealing with some health issues again for him. Hopefully it's preemptive and proactive and it's not nothing uh, too serious at the moment, and he's just retiring from baseball on his own terms. Hopefully he's okay and everything like that. Uh, but the Royals, Pedro Grafal, is in the mix for that job. And this is Locked on Royals. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. And Pedro Grafal was someone who I wanted the Royals to hire in place of Mike Matheny. I wanted them to hire Pedro as soon as Ned Yost announced he was going to retire. Now, the writing was on the wall that the hire was going to be Matheny uh, for years before Ned Yost retired. But I was hoping it would be Pedro Grafal. So I think that that would be an amazing hire for Detroit. But something tells me that Detroit wants to make a bigger splash than Pedro Grafal. But Pedro Grafal, I think, is going to be a really good manager in the big league someday probably sooner rather than later for Pedro Grafal. And honestly, I can't be too mad at it anymore. When the, when the situation first unfolded, I was beating the drum pretty hard for Pedro Grafal being the next manager. But Mike Matheny, I get it. It's been a, a year of losing baseball. It's been a year with no expectation. It's been a year in which, uh, you know, you start out the season hot and heavy because you you, you see the gimmicky 60-game season. You see what the Giants have done. You see what the Marlins are doing. And you think that it could be the Royals. I thought it could be the Royals. Uh, but ultimately, this is not a year you can take a lot away from uh, the win and loss category. But just from Athene's handling of the clubhouse from the outside looking in and his decision-making sometimes with the bullpen, there's nothing too wrong with what he's been doing. There's nothing you can really point to and say he's a terrible manager. Uh, that won't really happen until this team is in position to make winning moves again. Uh, it seems like the clubhouse respects him and likes him. That's really what's important right now. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see if he's truly learned from his ways in, from St. Louis uh, once the Royals are putting him in a position where he needs to go win baseball games. And that'll, that won't be for a couple of years now. But I was more encouraged after watching a year of a Matheny-managed ball club uh, than I was prior to this season getting started with Matheny possibly being the guy to be your manager the next time that you want to truly contend for a world for a World Series. So uh, again, I would have liked Pedro Grafal, but I'm not too mad at this Mike Matheny hire a year later and a year into his tenure with Kansas City. But that is something to monitor as we move forward this offseason, which the offseason for Kansas City starts uh, after Sunday afternoon. So it'll be something interesting that we can keep a look on uh, to see where the Tigers go with their next managerial hire. Uh, but I do think that they're going to want to make a big splash. I don't know if it's going to be A.J. Hinch, but it, it should be someone in that realm for Detroit, in my opinion. Uh, but you can go listen to Locked on Tigers and get their side of things on this 
uh, vacancy for the Tigers manager position. But tonight, Kansas City starts another series with an NL Central foe, and Kansas City can really uh, shake up the NL postseason uh, because they let the Brewers get right back in the mix. The Brewers are now, I think, a game out or half a game out of the playoff spot now after sweeping Kansas City, and the Royals can help them out even more by beating the Cardinals tonight and beating the Cardinals in the series. That can really help the Brewers sneak their way into the NL postseason. They can Kansas City really controls the NL playoffs right now, and the Cardinals will toss out there tonight Adam Wainwright, who is 5-1 with a 2.87 ERA. Kansas City is going with Carlos Hernandez, who's, who has a 3.86 ERA. Hernandez likely lasts about three to four innings tonight, and it'll be a bullpen game. Uh, that's just kind of what the track record has been for him this season. Tomorrow, Kansas City goes with Brady Singer. Wednesday, they go with Danny Duffy. Thursday against the Cardinals is to be determined, but it should be Chris Bubich uh, if all pans out well. And, you know, again, the win-losses don't really matter. You just want to see a good outing from Carlos Hernandez. You want to see a good outing from uh, Singer and Bubich uh, and, and let the wins and losses fall where they may. It's interesting, though, to keep a look at the score just because it has so much impact on the NL playoff uh, seedings and the NL playoff teams and things like that. Let's see if Mondesi can stay hot to close the year. We have one more week of Royals baseball left before we get into the postseason. And we'll talk about the postseason and the offseason all winter long, fall long, whatever you want to start with. We'll do it on the Lockdown Royals podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you tomorrow on Lockdown Royals.